0: Quite a lot to talk about as far as the Formula One is concerned. Mike Clark joins the program. Uh, Mark formerly, uh, Mike formerly wrote for uh, pitpass.com, but now writes for NZ Classic Car Magazine. Mike, it's always nice to talk Formula One. Welcome into the program.
1: G'day, Ken. It's been a long time.
0: It has. What about Hartley? What's been your impression of the first two performances, but also the way he's handled himself over, say, the last 10 or 12 days?
1: Well, I've got to be uh, take the step back and be the objective observer rather than the passionate Kiwi motorsport enthusiast that down I really am. So, being objective, uh, and and I think the best way to do that, or the best way to tell you about that, is to tell you what's uh, there, what's happening on the international websites and on the forums and. The the response is overwhelmingly positive. He's not put a foot wrong. He had to step up again from his debut, which, of course, was a lot of new things happening and a lot to to learn. Um, Not much time between Austin and Mexico, but still it was now going to be a second Grand Prix He was going to be making his second Formula One start. He kept his nose clean again all weekend. And I think that's one of the impressive things that uh, is really capturing a lot of Formula One observers, people who aren't Kiwis, who are uh, looking at this guy and just thinking, how has this happened? Why is he there against all of the young Red Bull graduates and candidates uh, over the years? This guy's been brought back, and he is impressing. So it's great to see because... It's quite possible that he might have just taken a little time to get up to speed. and might have taken um, time to, 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 um, to see whether he was out of his depth or not. He's certainly not out of his depth. He's performed well. Uh, the car didn't, unfortunately, on the weekend, but he's going well. He was just outside the top 10 when the car blew up and um, going along nicely, maybe even a chance for getting in the points. So that time will come. He's got two more races this year, and we've all got our fingers crossed that he's going to get a permanent gig for 2018.
0: So, Mike, you know, you mentioned there about him uh, being there, and he does it like an old soul in the sport already. He looks sweet. However, yesterday was just a horror day for anyone driving with a Renault engine, wasn't it?
1: Apart from Max Verstappen, I mean, oh, there were six <laughs> Renault-powered Renault cars in the race. Uh, one. Uh, one of them won and won quite comfortably. He was just playing with them in the end and it almost got to the um, to look as though he was a bit bored and just seeing what he could do. And the last thing a team wants to see is their driver who's got a comfortable uh, uh, margin to then start going to set a lap record because all that's doing is putting things at risk. But that's what Verstappen uh, wanted to do. It was the sort of thing Vettel used to do when he was at Red Bull. Renault survived uh, in the back of the Red Bull, one um, one Renault survived in the back of Brendan's teammate Gasly, and the the other four blew up and some of them were quite spectacular, including Brendan. So uh, not a great day. They didn't get their balance right between uh, power and reliability. Quite clearly they've come out and said that. So uh, they'll fix that for Brazil, I'm sure. And as I say, fingers crossed. I mean, there's there's two things we're going to be hoping for now. One that there's a permanent job for Brendan next year, and that he can um, he can get some points before the end of the season.
0: So uh, we opened up having a bit of a discussion about uh, Lewis Hamilton, and I, I I don't know what it is, Mike, but I wrestle with with my thoughts for him uh, about things. And and actually, there's probably been far less likable guys uh, driving around recently. But what what is it about Lewis that that is so hard? for him to win everybody over?
1: It's funny, I listened to you guys in the intro, and I've probably gone the other way. I've gone from not liking him at all. uh, I can't say I'm a fan of his, uh, but I've softened a little bit towards him. I think the bling that um, he was you know, introducing into Formula One and a lot of that sort of thing was not uh, going to win a lot of people's hearts. I heard him describe Fangio recently as having been, he must have been a top gangster. I don't think that necessarily <laughs> is going to win people over who are of my generation who grew up reading in, about Fangio. But, um Look, I, I, you can't deny the fact that he has got it all together in recent years. A lot better than he was. He's always had the ability. He's always had the, the, just the, the natural speed, uh, speed which other drivers sometimes struggle to, to to stay at that level for lap after lap. He finds that just so naturally. He's um, so the, the the natural ability has always been there. The concern has always been, can he actually keep his head together? And there's been a couple of examples in recent years where he's really gone off the rails and uh, lost championships that he possibly could have won. Last year was probably a case in point. Rosberg just got into him, got into his head, and uh, he, he lost the championship. He was making mistakes that were quite uncharacteristic for him. This season... Uh, they had the summer break. Vettel went into the summer break looking okay, and Hamilton went in looking like there was a bit of momentum going his way, but still, if you were going to call it, it was still looking probably slightly in favor of Vettel. After the summer break, Hamilton's come back strong, mentally strong, and he just hasn't um, hasn't put a foot wrong and has won most of the races uh, since then, and that's given him his fourth championship. Yeah. Uh, he, he is... He he is uh, on his way to being one of the greats. There's no no denying
0: that. He's won forty champion uh, forty Grand Prix, Mike, in the last four years. If he wins another thirty, he goes past Schumacher, does he do
1: it? Uh I think that'll depend a lot as to whether he wants to stay in the sport. I think there's a great deal more that Lewis Hamilton would like to do in in life, and he seems to be edging more and more towards being a US citizen at some point in the future, so whether that is something he can dovetail into being a Formula One driver, he gives me the impression as the sort of guy that I'm not sure what he'd know what to do if he wasn't a Formula One driver, so maybe there's all these other things he thinks he might like to do, but the reality is he's born, he was put on this planet to to be a Formula One driver, and my guess is he'll stay doing it for as long as he can. A bit like Alonso. I don't think Alonso really knows what to do when he stops running in Formula One, so he'll be around for a little while yet, um, hopefully. So uh, chances are, because you would expect Mercedes will still have uh, an edge and still be one of the the cars, at least one of the cars to be in, that if he stays there, he'll probably do it. Hey, thanks, Mike. young enough to have a long career.
0: Really appreciate it.
1: Maybe any time.